Attention all business owners. Are you tired of managing your finances and taxes on your own? Let the experts at 1-800-TAX-MASTERS help. Our team of experienced professionals offers a range of services to help you keep your finances in order, from personal and business tax returns to monthly accounting, quarterly, and annual tax planning, and virtual controller and CFO services. With our virtual services, you can get the support you need without ever having to leave your office. Don't let taxes and finances stress you out any longer. Visit www.1800taxmasters.com today and let us handle the numbers so you can focus on growing your business. And welcome to another live episode. I am your host, W-I-Z-E, and I have a very special guest. She's a minister, spiritual connection specialist, and animal communicator. Welcome to the show, Karen Cleveland. Awesome. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be here. Oh, it's my, it's my, it's my pleasure. Um, so, all right, Karen, so can you tell us a little something about what, okay, so you're a minister, spiritual connection specialist, and animal communicator. What exactly is an animal communicator? That's a really good question. Uh, and, and because I do it, I'm always surprised that the people, um, so many people don't know what it is, but that's okay. So I, discovered and I took some classes that I have this ability connect to connect deeply with animals and mostly um, I practice mostly with pets so if you have a dog or a cat that you're having an issue with I sit down remotely with them usually through a picture connect with their energy and find out what's going on so you know if they're um, behaving in a way you don't want them to behave I, some people call, call us pet, pet psychics. Um, we don't predict the future or anything, but we can find out like what's going on in their field. What, is there something upsetting them? Are they in a habit? Is something, you know, physically not feeling good with them? So I help people, um, I guess, with their relationships with their animals and help shift behaviors a little bit. Okay. And it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I I, I, could, I can imagine it's, it's different and, Listen, uh, if 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 it if you if it's something you love doing and it's something, well, my I hey, that's all that's amazing. So yeah. how, how do you how do you incorporate spirituality and animal communication into your coaching? Yeah, um, I realize that probably sounds unusual too, but here's kind of how um, my view of the universe works, <laughs> and. Um, so let's talk about some some spiritual um, practices that are very common. So visualization, for example, yes, or um, even you know the laws of expectation. But let's say visualization. So we put out into the universe what we want, right? We think about it. We see ourselves um, excelling at the meeting we're going into, or you know, getting the raise from the boss, whatever it is that we want. We visualize that ahead of time, so we're prepared when we do that. And we, we hope that our vibration is matching that to make it happen. So the same thing sometimes with the animals. If, if someone has a cat that's not using the litter box and, you know, they want it to use the litter box, then when I sit down and connect with a cat, I go through the same visualization process and show them that we want them to use the litter box or show them that we want them to 
stop scratching on their furniture and to scratch on the scratching post instead. So there's a lot of things that are a spiritual practice that actually apply to how we relate to the animals. And when we don't realize it, we do it accidentally, just like life. Okay. So just like, you know, if I'm, if I'm putting negative thoughts out there about how broke I am and I never have any money at the end of the month, um, you know, sometimes that's usually how it is for mindset reasons, for energy reasons, all kinds of reasons. Same with the animals. We don't realize we're telling them to not do something. So we're, we're, we're giving them the negative form of, you know, what we want them to do and they don't understand because just like God in the universe, which is seeing basically a picture of what we want. When we say something, we're creating a picture of what we want and the same, the animals pick it up the same way we do. It's actually how they communicate with each other. One of the ways they communicate with each other. And so we can communicate with them that way as well. Yeah. Okay. So, so how how do you how do you help your clients overcome their personal struggles to unlock their full potential? Um, great question. So, and 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 I should say that while I do work with animals, I I don't work exclusively with people with animals. So, uh, most of the people, though, um, at least so. Let me back up just a minute, but a little bit. I do often um, take people like on safari and start the process there, for example. But you don't have to be a person that likes animals or have animals, you know, to work with me necessarily. It's just one of the ways I help people connect. Um, but I like to to use a real holistic method. I think a lot of people um, there's a lot of talk about mindset these days, which is really important, mm -hmm. but it's not the only thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I just started losing my voice right before, right before this. Um, it's not the only thing we, I, I believe we need a more holistic, like view of goal setting or of trying to achieve our dreams. And mindset is certainly a big part of it, the mind, but also the body. We need to learn how to check in with our emotions, with our energy and vibrations, and, you know, just recognize the real physical parts of what our body is telling us. And of course, our body also has to take the movement for the inspired action that we get checking in with our soul or our spirit, our heart. Um, so many times, I'm sure you've seen this with people, they achieve a goal, and they don't, they're not happy still, because it wasn't really their dream to start with, you know, they might be influenced by others. They might've thought they always wanted it, but never really checked in to see if it was truly one of their personal dreams. So incorporating everything into this process of, you know, goal setting or what we want to go after, I think is really important. And, um, and then, you know, I, I have like a whole implementation plan, how, how we do this, which we can talk about if you want to. But I think, I think if people would start to slow down and really listen to what their heart actually wants and start to make um, some movement towards that instead of 
what they think they want, what society has told them they want, what their parents have told them they want or their spouse. Um, it would make a, a big difference in in our like happiness level or meaning, you know, a meaningful life success level. Yeah. So, so how, how do you, um, how do you have, how do you have your clients approach setting and, and, and achieving goals? Yeah. <clears throat> so I have what I call the, um, the evolve process and it's, it's a continual circle really, or hopefully a spiral upwards, but starting with the emotions. So starting with the body part, what's not making you happy. And sometimes we think it's the, our whole life, you know, nothing's right. Nothing's going right. I hate life. Um, but really if we, I, I have found that sometimes it's one thing that spills over into everything, or maybe two things that spills over and, once we can get that fixed, maybe some of the other things aren't so bad, or we work on those later. But um, so when do you feel the worst? You know, is it when you think about going to your job? Is it when you think about going to your um, a family reunion? Is it just really check in? And when do you feel the worst? When does the body feel like, I don't want to do this? And then from that space, so you know what you don't want, you know, you want to stop feeling that way. And then sit and take time to actually vision of, so the V is vision, you know, evolve, um, vision what you do want. So, because maybe you don't want to quit your job. And actually, I read not too long ago in the newspaper, you know, a whole bunch of people quit their job in the um, the Great Resignation in the last yeah. few years, and they have found that many of them aren't any happier. Okay, so they quit their jobs, and now they're not any happier because maybe it wasn't quitting the job, and maybe what it wasn't getting a new job. Maybe it was the aspect of the job, or you know, it could be the people, it could be the details you're doing, it could be a lot of things. So, so what do you want sitting down and actually listening to, you know, taking some meditation or some journaling or some contemplation, some kind of way to connect with the soul, with the, with the spirit, you know, um, what you do want. And then, so I believe once we figure out what we want, then we say out loud, like an affirmation statement, basically. Okay, what do I want? It's like, okay, I want a job where I'm respected and well-paid. And saying that out loud, then um, I, I tell people just for a while, we allow the inner critic to come up for a minute and tell us why we can't have that. Why aren't we in that position right now? And this is where we get into some of the mindset work. Because if when I say that, usually a whole bunch of reasons come up right? Why I can't have it, why I'm not there. It's like, well, I don't know. I can't change my job. I need to go back to school. I don't have the connections, you know, all kinds of excuses come up why we mm -hmm. can't get what it is we want. And those are what we need to pay attention to. So starting the mindset work from there, as far as um, why we can't do that, I actually I had a bunch of mindset work to do. So I, I had my own little, you know, 
I call it a transformation year several years ago. And I had to work hard to overcome some of the things that now seem like ridiculous beliefs. You know, I totally believed that as a single woman, I couldn't buy my own house. Uh, not me, other people could, but for some reason I couldn't do it. So I had a lot of stuff to get over, but anyway, so start the mindset work. Why? And the, and the, one of the things is when we tell these stories to ourselves, they might seem true. So one of my stories was I, I have bad credit. Okay. Or, I mean, it was good credit, but it wasn't, you know, excellent or what, whatever, however they rank them. Yeah. So I figured I didn't have good enough credit. And if you look at it, that's a fact. It was a fact. It was, you know, 600 something. Um, but what the my assumption was, the lie that I was telling myself is that I needed good credit to get buy a house. And so sometimes we might say, but these are all facts. You know, this is why it, it's not going to work. I, and these are facts. And sometimes the facts aren't really facts their assumptions. You know, it was an assumption that I needed a down payment yeah. and I didn't have one because people have always said that, but it turned out I didn't need a down payment. So anyway, so doing mindset work, even on the things that we think are facts, because um, the universe has a million ways to make things happen once we start being open to it. And then, um, so EVOL, so out loud, and then listen, listen to the inner critic, and then the volition, putting into action um, a plan. So taking inspired action every day. And that means listening to our soul's input, listening to our heart's input, you know, however you want to say it, listening to God, whatever we're being told to do to take action on that plan put it into action and do it actually do it do your spiritual practice whether it's meditation or <clears throat> gratitude or forgiveness or you know whatever the practice is whatever the physical action is to do it and then um execute everything so do it make a commitment to it and then we start over and we check in with the emotions how's it going is this still the right direction i want to go or maybe I misunderstood, maybe I discovered I don't actually like it as well as I thought I did. So always checking in, and it's kind of a continual process to, to, to bring it. And I just, you know, I think it's important to, to pay attention to the process because I think we all deserve to live, you know, a certain amount of happiness or contentment or, um, to get out of the struggle, you know? So, so what, what, what are some of the things you do personally to help you adapt with the times? How do, how is it that you, what is it that you do that evolves so that you can help your clients and customers? Yeah. yeah. I, um, well, I'm a I'm a forever student, so I'm always yeah. yeah. I, since I've started doing podcasts, I have so many saved ones to listen to all the time. There's so many great podcasts to listen to that have great information out there. But I also like you know to read books and and watch videos and stuff. But I um 
I have a morning practice that I have had for at least five or six, seven years now that I, I just kind of check in with, um, I call it my leadership team and you know, what's going on, what should I do today? What, um, what do I need to know basically? And it's really important to me to have some quiet time, you know, partly for that and partly just to, just to be still, I guess, be in the stillness. And, and, and I like to pay attention to signs, you know, like coincidences, um, little things that happen and see how, if there's any meaning to it, there may or may not be meaning to it, or there might be, but I don't know what it is, but to, um, just to help me know which direction to go. You know, I feel like, I feel like I usually have a pretty good sense of where I'm going, which way I'm heading, but um, it's always nice to check in and get feedback on that because sometimes I get messages that, you know, it's like, really, I should do that. Uh, I'll try it. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, my, so I also have a podcast and it was a direct result of, you know, some guidance I got in, in my med morning routine one time. So, so how long have you, how, how long have you been podcasting? Not very long. Uh, I started about six, seven months ago. It's been oh. in, but I would say it's been in, um, in mind and in progress for about a year. So it took me a while to actually do it. Well, what, 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 what was it that, uh, delayed the process? Uh, mindset. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because um, I had one in one of the start of my podcast since 2019 and I had purchased the equipment and everything. I had set up an account on Podbean and forgot about it. Wow. And, and I just had the equipment on it. And then so when I get furloughed from my job in 2020 because of the pandemic, I had this equipment here and, and I would I would mess with it. But I would just record and delete, record and delete, record and delete. And so I finally decided to press record and uh, upload it. And so and so that's how I started. And it was a five-minute episode. And, and and with each episode, it grows. And now I do video. Because I started strictly audio. So now I right. do audio and video. Right. So Yeah. And it's great, isn't it? Oh, I mean, cool. yeah. I started, I, I waited because... You know who's going to listen, and what and, am I going to say? And and that's every that's those exact words are the same words that I would use. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, who's going to want to listen to me? I sound horrible. Oh, please, nobody's going to tune in. And yeah. <clears throat> and at first they didn't. Yeah. But then as as I kept wanting to grow and learn, and started seeking out information, what do I? What kind of mic do I need? What kind of what kind of program helps me with my editing? What's what camera should I? Once I started checking that out and really get deep diving into that, it was like, okay, this is this. All right, I see this now. I, all right, yeah. the, the more 
the more I did it, the more I improved with each episode. Exactly. You can see the difference. You can, and, and my and my nephew was like, no, we, the, when we when I first did the first episode, he was like, we shouldn't release it. I was like, why not? <laughs> he was like, no, we let's practice. We get it to be to be perfect. And I'm like, nah, let's really. I want people to see the growth. I want them to see where we started at to where we're at now. Yeah. To where where I started at from. I started doing solo episodes and I didn't enjoy them so much because it wasn't the content was wasn't the energy of the content wasn't what I wanted. And so when I started when I switched it more to an interview based show and started having these great conversations with people, that's when the show really started, ah, this is what I want to do. Right. This is the, this is this is the kind of show I want to have where I have people come on, share their stories. And who knows who who out there is listening to the story, and it might benefit them. Yeah, they might they might take something from this, and 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 it happens. People send me messages saying, "Hey, thank you for this episode. Thank you for that episode." Isn't so that to awesome? have that, it's it's an amazing feeling. Yeah, yeah, and I I totally agree. So you know, I started almost solo for every show, and now I'm doing a lot more interviews and. It's so, it's so fun and it's so great making connections. It's so yes. great talking to people and learning something from, you know, all my guests. It's fantastic. It, it, oh no. Cause even <laughs> when I, when I, and there was at one point I was like, kind of feeling bad. Cause I was like, cause like you said, I was learning from people and I was like, oh man, should I feel selfish that I'm wanting to, speak to these people <laughs> and have these interviews and learn and one of my guests pointed out to me like no that's not being selfish that's you self-loving yourself and the fact that you're sharing it with your audience there's nothing selfish about what you're doing right exactly it, you know how your mind works it, it, it yeah. tries to trick you and make you feel bad but yeah. it, it it just my guest was like no what you're doing is is the complete opposite yeah. You know, I actually interviewed one of my friends not long ago and I I put off editing it till the last minute because I thought, oh, it's going to take a lot of editing because she's a friend and I'm sure we laughed and we talked and stuff. But um, when I went back and finally looked at it to release it, it's like, it's perfect. You know, it's like we were totally at home and comfortable mm -hmm. with each other and it took very little editing. I think it's, you know, a great episode. So um yeah enjoy the people you're interviewing because i think that's really important it is yeah. and and that's, it, it makes it much easier and that's another reason i go live now is to save on the editing because once i go live it's it happens so yeah, what, exactly. what am i gonna what am i gonna erase is it happens i i take the audio and i upload it but right i look at it as it gives me time to do other things as well. So, yeah, it's funny because I enjoy editing other people's because I, I, I do I do it for a living. But when it comes to mine, I'm like, eh, let me just save time on it and and get it out. And, and, <laughs> and But it, it works. It works. I have a great time doing it. And, um, I love the guests that I've had. It, it, this past year has just been amazing. Just mm -hmm. with some of the some of the guests that I've been able to have on the show, and it's really helped 
really and and it's because when i first started i didn't really have a niche i didn't have a certain type of guest i I was all over the all over the map i had uh celebrities uh actors comedians and but then when i decided to focus on bringing more entrepreneurs coaches teachers those episodes are really the ones that really started building me up and 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 me wanting to learn about branding and marketing and all this other stuff it's helped me grow as a businessman as not because being being able to speak to these people and learn from them and be able to and, and yeah. take the things that you learn and and apply it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty amazing. So you're you do production now, right? Yes. You're a producer. Yes. I mean, you would have never guessed in 2019. It's like okay, let's start a podcast so I can become a producer, right? With <laughs> that was it was not in my it was not in it was not a thought it was not something that i was like oh yeah i'm gonna start podcasting i'm gonna start producing other people's podcasts yeah it it wasn't something that i'm like but i found i found my purpose and 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 i enjoy doing it it was it was something to be able to to it's it's my therapy now it's my way of of being able to express myself because i get to be myself when i'm on when i'm behind the mic and and when i'm with interviewing my guests uh yeah exactly well and i think that's why um so you just kind of went with the flow you went with how you felt you know you were feeling good and you just kept moving with it when i started doing more guest episodes and well, just doing more episodes, period. First, I was releasing them like once every two weeks or so. Um, I decided, you know what? This is a lot of fun. I'm just going to keep doing this because something, if I'm doing what I love, something good is going to show up. Yeah. You know, it, not that not that there's not good or a lot, a lot of things that aren't good in my life right now, but, you know, something I love is going to show up and you know i don't know where it's taking me i'm loving doing the podcast so we'll just see where it goes but yeah no before me before i started my podcast honestly i didn't have i didn't know my purpose i didn't know what what it was i was supposed to do or what what was meant for me and when i started podcasting and i and i finally got the courage and released the first episode it, it just released so much for off like li- lifted these this big weight off of me like okay mm-hmm. you did it here you released it it didn't kill you, you you're fine you're still here standing. <laughs> what's the problem let's let's get let's get it going and and i've been grinding ever since it, it, yeah. it, it's been a, a, an amazing journey it, i've released episode 186 on my audio podcast that's amazing this past monday um and and actually in the past five months i've almost i've actually more than doubled my audience oh wow and congratulations doubled my my downloads and 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 like i said it's because this, this last year alone it's been the guests that I've been bringing on the show. You're 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 an energy person, so you know the vibrations. So the energy that you put out there attracts the guests that you want. 
Right. And I've right. been blessed to have those amazing guests that come on and, and you know the chemistry, the chemistry is there, the energy is there just flowing. You're able to have a great conversation as if you've known each other for years and you yeah. just met just a few minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's so true. It's, um, well, my, my podcast is called The Connectedness Podcast because I believe in all this connection. So, yes. yeah, you're definitely speaking my language. <laughs> and I, just to go back, though, you were talking about finding your purpose. And I think it's interesting because obviously if you had felt like you found your purpose 10 years ago, it changes because, you know, there were probably podcasts 10 years ago, but certainly not like there are today. And so I think these things change for us and being aware of it and paying attention to what is drawing you next is important. Not that you couldn't be happy being in production the rest of your life, maybe, but probably something more, something bigger is going to call to you eventually also. So and, and and it is it, it has it's it's opening. It was okay. So people they, people want to rush to get they want to get their podcast monetized and and all this other stuff. And I've come to learn that I I've been able to monetize the skills that I've learned from podcasting. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I don't necessarily need sponsors for my shows. I've I've developed skills that I can offer my services to other people now and, and, and charge the price I want to charge because they don't, nobody wants to do it. People don't, people don't want to spend time editing, don't want to spend time clipping videos and it, and I enjoy doing it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. I, uh, have you ever read, uh, what's the book, the big leap, um, Gay Hendricks. It's about having a zone of excellence and a zone of genius. So Essentially, there, there's four zones, two of them we don't like for well to work in. Zone of excellence is something we're really good at, but we don't like it. So we usually stay in jobs in our zone of excellence because we're really good at it and we don't know how we ever make that much money. But our zone of genius is where we love it and we succeeded it. And very few of us make that leap to the zone of genius to where we um, love what we're doing and we're supported by it. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So, so if your zone of genius right now is editing, you know, podcasts, videos, fantastic, or audios, yeah. you know, because you're right, it's not for everyone. <laughs> it is not. Yeah, no, it is not. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, lots of business. Oh no, it, it's been it's been great, and and then and then again, I've learned so many different other things as well. I've learned how. Um, learn about automation how to automate the whole process of the podcast getting out uh sending out emails to 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 building an email list learning how to build the email list so so many different things that i've learned as a podcaster that i can apply to a business yeah. so it's just it's a blessing to be being able to do that do what i love and learn other skills and talents to help me further along. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. Are you a teacher at all? Are these skills you'd want to teach other people or are you just like doing it yourself? 
No, it's, 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 I, I, I love teaching. I love being able to help people. And then, so when people ask me with certain things on, on how to podcast or editing issues, I'm, I'm more than willing to show people how to do it. So that's, that's why I mean, it's opened up other avenues for me where eventually I, I, I know eventually the ultimate goal is to get into coaching as far mm-hmm. as doing podcasts and, and creating creating shows yeah yeah that's fantastic so can i turn the tables here for a little bit so do you have do you have a practice that you like to do as far as energy or um you know connection with the world or the universe so when i when i get up in the morning i i because because i have to be at work at four in the morning so i'm up by two so from 215 to 230 is uh I sit down and 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 I wash up and and brush my teeth and have my cup of coffee and just sit down and just focus on what I want my day to be like yeah and then after that I start shower get in my shower get ready for work and send out whatever emails or whatever stuff I need to prepare for that day because I work four to 12. So when I get out of 12, I come home, take a nap and I start getting ready for my show for that day. So, yeah. So I I have a little routine that I work on and, 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 but it wasn't always like that. Yeah. When I first started, it had, it was nothing like that. It was no structure to it whatsoever. I was just recording and just recording and recording. I had no structure, no scheduling, just. But you started. Yes, that that was the key. That was the key, and and that's what that's one of the things when people talk about um, visualization doesn't work, is because um, okay, when you visualize it, yes, it's there, you see it, but if you don't start putting in the work to it, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it's not. It's more than just visualizing it. You have to actually put in the work. You have to really take that step and take that risk. Right. Right. Yeah, totally. Putting, putting the movement, the, the action in. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. <laughs> All right. So, um, how do you, how do you, how do you help your clients identify the values and align their goals with, with those values? Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I will say, for some people, they resist it a little bit. And it's, it sometimes it takes time. So, so many people say, I can't, um, I can't, can't sit down and be quiet and clear my mind and try to figure out, you know, what, what I'm being, what my divine wisdom is telling me to do. And um, I think there's a lot of, I guess, expectation and myths about what it means to to meditate or to sit down and be quiet. We think we have to have this nothing in our head, which isn't true at all. No. Um, everyone has thoughts coming in our head all the time, no matter what we're doing. It's just a matter of how we respond to it and and how, how we try to move forward. So I actually... Um, I, so I think at first, a really good way to do it, and I actually still do this a lot, 
is I, I record my own little guided meditation for the morning. Um, because sometimes when I sit down in my chair, I just, I just start thinking about everything. You know, there's a lot of life going on right now. <laughs> and um, so it's not, I, I, sometimes I have a hard time focusing on what I should be, should be focusing on. So I record a meditation for myself and I just kind of walk myself in this meditation through, you know, what's my dream, you know, see myself achieving my dream. What's the steps to take now? What are the, what's the stories? Why haven't I done this by now? And I also offer this to other people, you know, they can have my meditation or I recommend recording their own because it's so much easier when, like I said, those times of life just come up and you can't even think about anything to just hit the play button and just sit and listen and just go through, listen to the meditation, or at least for me, it's easier. So uh, my point was though, sometimes that's what other people need as well. And I like to have it guided in a special way so that um, so that I don't flat out ask, you know, what is your purpose? What is my goal? It's not something like that. It's, yeah. it's from the point of you've already achieved it. So you, you're here, you are this person that you think you want to be, um, you know, how did you get there? What did it take to get there? Cause it's amazing what things will come up when we can get our little thinking brain out of the way. Um, and just you know, being quiet in those few moments. Although I have to tell you, so I, I get up at five or five 30, getting up at two o'clock and doing something like that. I don't know if I'd stay awake. Do you ever have problems or are you so used to it by now that it's no problem? No, it, it, you know, you know what it's cause um, naps are my favorite are my, my best friends. So when I get home from work, I'll come yeah. home and I'll take a nap <laughs> and then um, I'll, I'll, I'll do the rest of what I have to do to prepare for the yeah. show, but that yeah, I'm, nice. I'm I'm up. But I do I do believe in naps. Believe me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Um, and, and, sorry, I just had to ask that. Just an aside, I wanted to ask that. But so that's one of the ways I help people. The other thing I think is important, and I want to make sure I I say this because again, some people think we have to meditate, and we don't. Um, you know, journaling is a way writing down, writing down a question and, you know, leave the pen on the paper, don't stop writing. But to the people that are writers and journalers, I suggest they do something different. So I suggest they either they paint or they start talking. So turn on the recorder on the voice phone um, or the voice recorder on the phone and just start talking about something, you know, because sometimes our brain is expecting certain things when we're writing, if we're a writer. So if we already do that a lot, um, we might not get to our divine wisdom as, as, as easy as if we just start, you know, taking a paintbrush to paper because it's something you don't do. So you have to allow a different kind of wisdom come in through you. And um, so I always recommend people try things that they don't do all the time and see what happens. And, you know, 
it might lead to podcasting. It might be to being a writer. It might lead to being an artist. You know, you never know. But that's not the goal here. The goal is to get divine inspiration and and what our next steps is or what you know what our dreams are. But um, even gardening, something like that. So just some kind of creative connection with spirit. And and it's 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 funny that because um prior to podcasting, I didn't I didn't. I wouldn't say I was would consider myself a, a creative type or whatever, which is not true because back when I was younger, I enjoyed drawing and stuff. But once I started podcasting, it's like these creative juices just started flowing and I started doing graphic design and I started doing all these different things. And it, all it took was for me to believe that I was capable of doing something, believe, believing in myself mm. that I was creative. I was capable of creating something. And, and so it's, it's, it's being able to express yourself in a way. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so yeah, if, if you're a writer, maybe take a paintbrush and paint it on. So for me, it was being able to speak and, and, and express myself verbally right were you as did you do that much before were you much of a talker before no no me either you know, you know, i found myself talk you know when that you know when i find i find myself talking when i was having um interesting conversations where knowledge was being exchanged okay so i've i, I find i found i've found myself to be more Yes, as far as conversations go, yes, but um, yeah, I don't, I never, I didn't consider myself someone who's always talking all the time, though. Right now, right. I do, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. And um, you you had mentioned Canva before, and you were just talking about doing some of the graphics and stuff. I mean, yeah. that's a great creative outlet, and I I love Canva. It's so much fun. Uh, the background, Canva. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah, that can background. I I have it in background. I use Canva to make it. Wow, that's yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, huh. um, a couple of intro videos that I've done for people, I've used Canva. It's just, it's a great tool to use. I've, I'm someone when someone tells me about a tool or something that help improve or make life easier for me as far as my podcast goes mm -hmm. i i i i start going into it i start finding i'll be looking videos find out how how to use it the best way to use it whatever how to create them i'm always youtube is um oh, a great teacher for me oh yeah <laughs> yeah that's good yeah youtube is wonderful isn't it yeah i've learned so much if there's something that I, if it's a piece of equipment that I'm using and I don't know how to use it properly, I am watching a video on YouTube. Yeah. We have a lot of information available. It's great to be able to, to have access yeah. and have put access. it to use. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I love it. But now is a time where you get the solo layout and you get to plug away and let people know where they can find you, website, right. everything. All right. Fantastic. Thanks. So my website is revkarencleveland.com. And on there, you will find a couple of free resources. Um, 
So if you don't have any kind of a spiritual practice or a morning routine and you want to figure out how to start something, I have a, a free ebook on there called Seven, uh, Seven Short and Simple Spiritual Practices That Will Change Your Life because it just takes a couple of minutes a day to start changing your life if there's something you want to shift in your life. So you can pick that up at RevKarenCleveland.com um, backslash gift. And I have a few other free things on there as well that I can't remember. Uh, if you like animals, check me out. And I have different um, animal communication classes. I do take people on safari, which is a fantastic transformational experience. In addition to being, you know, a trip of a lifetime uh, bucket list item. And um, I look forward to connecting with anyone and everyone later. So you can find just about everything at RevKarenCleveland.com, including my YouTube, my podcast, um, my free gifts. Everything is there. Yeah. And thank you. It's been great to be here today. Oh, no, thank you. So you, so how many times do you take uh, people out to safari a year? Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> I can't believe it. The first time I went on safari, it's like, okay, I'm going to check this item off and tell, you know, I have great pictures, had a good time. But um, I, um, I, so I've taken two trips. Well, I've taken several. I've been to Kenya five times, five or six times. Um, I'm taking another group of 16 people in September. Next year, we'll be going back. I'm not sure uh, what month yet, but have you ever been? No. I mean, it, it, you don't have to like animals. <laughs> it's 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 an amazing experience, and not only the animals, but even being if someone is not used to being in a um, a a world where there isn't always running water or electricity and stuff, it's it brings up a lot in us Westerners often, and you know even for me, but. Um, yeah, so we're going for um, almost two weeks this time in September. And I mean, I like it. So I, you know, full disclosure, I met a man and married um, on my very first safari. Um, we got married. He lives here in the States with me, but um, it's he has some great resources that I use to take people back there. So awesome. Yeah. Oh, man, that's, that's dope. Right. To be able to to take people on safari, that's amazing. And and who you didn't even think you didn't think that would be something like you would be doing, right? Never, <laughs> never. I always wanted to go on yeah. safari, but that was never a goal of mine to be to take other people on safari. And it wasn't until the end of the first safari I was like, I think I should bring people back here because you know, I mean, it's. It was every day of my of that trip was magical. It just got more and more magical. And so um yeah, other people need to experience this. Awesome. Yeah. Um thank you for being a guest. I, I greatly appreciate it. Don't leave just yet. Let me close out the show and we'll chat a little bit off the air. But Fantastic. it's been a pleasure it's been a pleasure to have having you on the show. All right. Well, thank you so much. It's been great to be here. All right. And now it is time for shout outs. Big shout out to everybody who, uh, who's watching at home. Um, if you catch us on the replay, thank you. 
A big shout out to Ben from the BS3 Network. How's it going, Ben? Um, big shout out to my real wise fam, Poppy J, Brandy J. Love you guys. Big shout out to the boss lady, Fina. Love it, love you, and appreciate you, babe. Big shout out to our guest, Karen Cleveland, for coming through and uh having a great conversation. Thank you. And as always, a big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless y'all. Be safe. You know how wise does it? Peace out. Thank you.